We're going to call this an elite edition of the Behind You <laughs> podcast because, man, that run for hoops was sick. And we are joined by Charlie Moore, point guard, do everything, Mr. Mr. Big Time here on the podcast because that season was too good not to talk about it one more time. Charlie, thanks for joining us. Oh, man, thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. My pleasure. All right, man. Let's just start with this. Elite Eight, first time in school history. Has it settled in? Um, I mean, a little bit more than it was before, but, like, man, like, to me, I feel like it's not going to set in to, you know, years to come, you know, um, to, to know that we made history. Like, you know, um, we the, the the team that made the furthest out of all of the teams that's been through Miami. It's been a lot of great players, great teams that have been through here, and, you know, we're, we're the one who made it the furthest in the tournament. So, I mean, that that's where I'm at with it, man. I'm, I'm excited how we was able to do that as a team. So, that's how I'm at. You know where it's going to settle in? When you come back and you see the banner up in the Watsko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll probably do it, too. <laughs> That'll do it, too. <laughs> so your, your season actually continued. You just received an invitation to, to Portsmouth for the NBA draft. Congratulations. How pumped up are you about that? Appreciate it. Um, you know, I'm pretty pumped up, man. But, you know, I just got to go in there and, you know, play my game. You know, um, try to just do play better than I played this season. You know, just try to show them that I, I can be a better point guard and things of that nature. So, you know, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and honored, to, you know, to be a part of this, this situation. So I'm excited for it. So what's your game? Give it to me. If you had to, because you do a lot of stuff. How would you describe your, how would Charlie Moore describe Charlie Moore? A point guard, man, who, you know, who, who likes to distribute, but can score the ball as well. Uh, I can shoot the ball pretty well. You know, um, got a good IQ and I'm pretty good in transition as well. So you didn't mention defense, like bro. You're always taking the ball away. What do you even mention those oh, yeah, hands? Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a great defender as well, man. <laughs> I'm a great defender. Oh, I don't like to flatter too much, man. Ah, that's all right. <laughs> flatter, flatter, flatter all you want. All right, so I got. I want to yeah. ask you this: when when you guys got to Chicago, it's the Elite Eight, and I've I've been to the Sweet Sixteen as a broadcaster, and I've allowed myself to think, man, two games, it's the Final Four, it's like the ultimate. Did you did you let yourself like just dream about like, man, we're a game away from being on that stage? Man, I was just trying to, during that time, I was just trying to take one moment at a time, man. It was just so much going on. You know, uh, Elite Eight, it's a, it's a real big thing. It's the first Miami has ever been. You know, everybody's excited. So I, I wasn't trying to look ahead, man. I was just trying to focus on the task at hand, man. It's just, you know, know, know what's at stake, but, you know, to make me go out there and play hard and, you know, be focused as, as I can be. But I was just trying to take one moment at a time, man. But, it would have been great to make it to the final four, but you know we lost to eventually lost to Kansas, who won a national championship. So, I mean, I, we had a great run. All right, Inve the hard hitting investigative question here, Charlie. How'd you become the guy that slapped the logo on the bracket after the wins? How'd you become that guy that that set that up? I don't know, to be honest, man. I, I guess because I guess because I made the game winning free throws against USC, and that was our first game. So I slapped it against the thing the first time. So every time we won now, I guess it's just a tradition. I guess it's a good luck and stuff like that. So it's just it's just held on that way. Is there a memorable a memorable a memory that sticks out from the just those that let's say go from the ACC tournament and into the NCAA tournament? There's so many of them, but anything that like maybe we don't know that kind of sticks out about about what you guys just did. Um. I mean, our place spoke for itself on the court, man. Playing so well together, you know, everybody playing well. I feel like it, it, it all started in the ACC tournament. You know, uh, 
we played great in the ACC tournament. We lost to a great Duke team where we eventually went to the Final Four. But, you know, we, we stuck there the whole game. Man, it was I felt like that was a great college basketball game to watch. You know, everybody was playing well on our side and even on Duke's side. And, you know, it, that stuck with us. And we, we held that on to the tournament. So I feel like just that, that whole run, starting with the ACC tournament, you know, um, was great. Was great for us. Speaking about the ACC tournament, have you ever been involved in a play with the walk off like you did with Jordan Miller? <laughs> no, nah, I don't think I have. Man. That was <laughs> that was kind of crazy. That for all that work that we done throughout that whole game, even Boston College, and for the game to just end on a wide open easy layup like that in overtime, it was that was crazy. Well, I was excited. It was, so what you it was what fun. were you thinking when you saw him? Like were you like, oh man. Like, I can't believe this is happening. I hope I get it to him in time. I hope he, like, what was going through your head once the ball left your fingertips? Uh, so Sam got the rebound. You know, right. I'm pitching this in my head right now. So Sam got the rebound. I'm right there calling for it, for the alley. I'm, hey, blah, blah, blah. Sam threw it to me. I looked at the clock. I seen it was three seconds left. I seen Jordan do a full sprint out the, uh, towards the basket. And I thought it was enough time for me to get that pass off and for Jordan to get the layup. So, I threw it ahead, and you know, it was perfect time. Oh, and what, what what was your next move when you saw the ball go through the through the hoop? You would, what'd you do? I I ran back <laughs> and I just looked at the camera and just I just ran fast as I can be. You you got that you got that move down, Blacksburg ACC tournament. You got yeah. that move down. <laughs> I'll be excited, man. I'll be excited. Hey, you talked about your um this team and the, the play spoke for itself. And now you guys had a great yeah. season, but uh, what I wanted to know was, or what I was curious about was obviously there's a lot of parts that came together very quickly. You know, Sam coming back from injury, you and Jordan coming in. How did that come together? How did it come together the way it did? Why did you guys bond or just have a good on court camaraderie so fast? Um, at the beginning of the season, man, I guess what, like the first four or five games, you know, um, after the Alabama game, or before the Alabama game, we took us a, like a couple games to you know to like figure things out. You know, uh, we all was playing with each other. It was, it was a new team, so we were just trying to figure out how one another play and uh, how we could be successful on this team. You know, but throughout the um, through the summertime, I, I felt like we were gonna be a great team uh, throughout the summer. Man, I just seen like the work everybody was putting in, the the focus everybody had. And the will to win, you know, when when your whole team want to win, man, it makes it makes it easier and it makes the game more fun. So I just feel like, you know, we always had in us, but it just took a couple games for us to really get the flow. We never played with each other and stuff like that. You know, what's, uh, with Sam. what's something you what's something you figured out as you're the point guard, right? So you're probably the one that had to figure the most out. Like, what's something you figured out about Cam or Sam? Like, what's something like you know, like, all right, man, I think I gotta focus. I gotta. Set the, you know what I mean? Like as a point guard, what table. did you do to any? Yeah, how, what what you learn about setting the table? Um, I mean, I, I always was point guard and learn how to set the table. But with this with team, these guys, no, what you learn? Yeah, what you learn? What's something nah, you learned yeah, about but with these this guys? team? With this team, man, I just felt as if you know, I'm playing with killers. You know, I'm playing with with, with great players, man. So I can set the table even more. You know, um, everybody on this team can play. So I just got to, you know. Uh, lower my I can lower my turnovers I can um, be more aggressive I can um not assert as much uh I can save not save as much energy as I can I can go hard because we have other players that can play throughout the whole game so just me just being aggressive me um looking for my teammates uh 
me scoring the ball as well and me just focusing on knocking down shots, man. So it was just me being focused and just locking in on, on being a better version of myself because everybody else can handle their own. So that's what it was, me. Cam, I know Cam wanted to win. He was on the podcast and he spoke about how he had been through a lot and he really wanted to win. I was curious, you know, you left the Paul, you came to Miami and you said you wanted to win, right? That was, you know, you really went, it was your last year, you know, winning was going to be important to you, but the Miami team you were joining the previous year really hadn't won. So mm -hmm. why did you think it was, why did you think this would be the good, why did you think this would be the place where you could accomplish that? Um, you know, I seen that, you know, we had great players here um, and great players coming in and I seen the, the run that they had, you know, in the ACC tournament last year. You know, at the end, you know, uh, they were playing hard, you know, enjoying each other and stuff like that. And then I seen Cam and Zay was coming back. You know, um, Jordan was a transfer in and Sam was already here. You know, Sam's a, a, a heck of a player, man. Um, so just seeing that team and them coming back, I felt like, man, I can come in and help these guys and, you know, get to another level. So that, you were familiar with them? like you were familiar with them before you got here. Yeah, Zay, Jordan. I I, I watch film. I, I love basketball. So you watch film on those guys? Lot, yeah, I watch a lot of basketball. You're like a coach. <laughs> oh man, I guess. <laughs> um what coach what what you what was your first impression of Coach L? Coach L, man, is a great guy, man. Um it's not all about him. You know, he he cares so much about his players, you know. Um, he invests in his players. So it's just like when you have a coach that invests in you and believe in you that much, man, and like it makes it easier for the players to go out there and play hard, you know, uh, maybe run through a wall for him, man, because he, he loves us so much and he, he just wants the best for us. So Coach L, man, just a, a great guy. I mean, I love him to death. So when he really. called you Chris Paul, what'd you think? I, I knew I wasn't Chris Paul, man. I was just just going out there and trying to play my game, man. I mean, for him to say that, man, that's a blessing and honor. But, you know, nobody's Chris Paul, man. So I just, you know, just try to go out there and just keep playing my game. You know, just try to get better each, each day. He turned, I mean, he turned, he said very publicly, like he just basically gave the team to you, you know, and said, I trust them. Um, why, yeah. why, how do you think you earned his trust so fast? I mean, that's a tough question, man. It's hard for me to say, you know, you probably got to ask Coach L, but, you know, going into practice, man, I just gave him my all every day, you know, um, practice hard defensively, you know, um, offensively, making sure we were all on the same page and just getting extra work in as well. So, it would me, I would just worry about the work, man. Just you know, the things that come before the game. You know, I just put my, my focus in on that and you know, just standing and trying to get in the best shape as I can possibly. So, you know, I what whatever came with that, you know, I was I was for it, man. I was just doing my job. You said before that you uh you love basketball, you watch a lot of films. So like how much do you watch? Like how 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 like into it are you getting ready? Like if you're getting ready for the NCAA tournament, scouting USC, how much film are you watching? Um, probably a whole, a whole USC game, maybe before the, the day before the game, probably watch a whole game, previous game, probably of a team that, you know, um, have similarities to us, uh, Miami and see how they played against them. I gotcha. Um, mm -hmm. did you, so as you said, you, you, you came to Miami, you knew, you knew they had good players, but if I take you back to when you come last summer, did you enroll last summer? Last summer, yeah. Did you ever think it'd work out like this? Uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie. No, I, I didn't see this far, but I, I knew we had a great team, and I knew we had a, a great possibility of making the tournament. 
But you know, the Elite Eight, man, that's that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So, you know, I was I was I was excited for it. I was blessed to be there. I'm sure my teammates was as well. So it was just um it was just crazy, man. A crazy experience. <laughs> well your yeah. whole career's been crazy, Charlie. Your whole career's been crazy. And I know you've talked about it a lot, so I don't want to get into all of that. But yeah, the one thing I did want to ask was as you got into as you were decided had you know that you were gonna leave the Paul. And you had one last chance. Were you ever just a little worried? Like, man, is this ever going to work out? Like, is this how it's always going to be? I know things happen for a reason. Um, mm -hmm. There was a lot of stuff that happened. But was there ever any concern on your end? Like, man, it's my last shot. I hope it works out. To be honest, man, it was never, you know, no concern. You know, um, okay. I always put, you know, God first. You know, uh, you know God going to lead the way. So other than that, man, it, I had complete confidence in myself, man. I know what type of player I am, what type of capabilities I have, man. So it was just me getting in the right situation, man, and, you know, uh, being here with Miami with my teammates, the coaching staff, you know, I feel like God put me in this situation, man, and everything I've been through was, you know, to get to this point. So, man, it, it was no, never no concern or worries. You know, my family always was on my side, and, you know, that, that's my main thing, man. My family, they love me to death, and I love them. So whenever they're with me, I'm, I'm good. And, you know, I have no concerns about nothing else going on. How, and I know, obviously, you went, you know, along your trek here. You, you came home to DePaul to be near your dad. And then I read that your dad also kind of helped you make the decision that, hey, it's okay to go, you know, to, to, to yeah, leave DePaul. Yeah, go to, so how, 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 what did you guys talk about when that, when that conversation came up? What did he say that made you feel good about, hey, I, I, I'm okay leaving? Oh, man, he just wanted me to just – he just told me to just go out there, man, and, you know, finish your career on high note, man. Just do what you want to do. So – and he loved Coach uh, Larry Nega, uh for some reason. I don't know what it was. <laughs> so he just wanted me to go play for him. Um, so that that was a big – What do you think he liked about him? I mean, not that he's not hard – I mean, he's easy to like, but what do you think it was? Yeah. Um, Maybe the success he had with his guards and, you know, how – he just said he's a great coach. He always says he's a good coach and stuff like that. So maybe the success he had was guards, the runs my dad probably seen that I wasn't here to see <laughs> and I got stuff you. like that. So mm -hmm. um, when you now, when you decided to come here, you never visited, right? No, nah, I had a Zoom call with the coaching staff and stuff like that. But That's I never it. Visited. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and and so that must have been a, a little challenging, right? Like, I mean, I guess everyone's kind of going through it, but. I assume you would probably would have preferred to be down here. The coaching staff just made it easier. You know, I just felt the vibe for them on the Zoom. It was crazy. So I just felt like it was, it was the right situation. All right. So uh, you played for a lot. You played for a lot of coaches. And one of them that just won a, a championship. Why? What makes Coach L special? Now that you played for him, um, what makes him special? Like I said, man, just, you know, the, the amount that he cares about the players, you know, um, you don't see that often, man. You know, it's people more so, coaches always, you know, um, more so about themselves or like, you know, just sticking to the plan that they, they used to. And sometimes that always doesn't work. You know, Coach L is willing to switch it up to, you know, fit the team that, that best fits them, play the offense that best suits them, play the defense that best suits them. And Coach L is all for it, man. It's just, you know, the, the amount that he cares for his players, you know, is. It's just crazy. It's, it's rare. So, you said he uh, would. You said he would change things. You know, to fit the team. So, did he change things? That you feel like he maybe some changing things 
uh, that helped you that, that helped put the team that helped fit your skill set to run this team? Helped fit the whole team, not just me. Like, you know, they didn't run it, the offense we ran this year last year or the defense that we ran this year last year. So that just tells you right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all the all the trapping and the turnovers, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the scramble, I think is what he calls it. The scramble. Yeah. Uh, now, this 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 one I need I need I need a good evaluation on this. How would you rate his dance moves? His dance moves, I mean, those L pretty <laughs> he pretty old, man. For him to still be moving like that. For him to still be moving like that, man, it's you know, it's pretty cool. You know, we he he can do a he can have some more work to do. He got some more work to do, but I was I wasn't too mad at his dance moves. I was just happy he having a good time. And when he took the charge pregame, was that Kansas when he took the charge pregame? Or was that or was that, that was game. but it caught me off guard. Uh, I was gonna say what when he went when he hit the ground, were you worried yeah. or were you psyched? <laughs> no, nah, it happened so fast. I was just whoa, it happened so fast. So I, I wasn't worried. You weren't yeah. worried. Nah. All right. No, you all right. Um if I had if I had to ask you how you how you've grown as a player from the time you enrolled at Cal to the guy you are now, what how, what would you say? Uh how have you changed? How have you grown up? How have you gotten better? Um, two things I feel like I got improved a lot upon is, you know, just my, my IQ for the game, you know, um, that improved a ton, you know, um, over my years of college. I just feel like, um, every year I, I get a little smarter. I start to figure out things out there on the game that can help impact it. Um, and also my defense, you know, I feel like my defense improved tremendously over my, from my freshman year, you know, um, and that comes with IQ too. So my IQ for the game and defense, I think I feel like they go hand in hand. So I feel like those two was my biggest improvements. I'm taking you're, care of the ball too. You're a Chicago kid, uh, and you know, your dad was a big influence on you growing up playing ball. So first and foremost, um you were Mr. Illinois, right? In your senior yeah, year. Guys yeah. like Kevin Garnett. I mean, big time dudes have come through Chicago. So like that's a big time honor. How 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 much pride do you take that your name is up with all those elite dudes? I mean, to be put in those categories, man, it's, it's a blessing, man. So it just shows that you know the, the amount of work I put in is it paid off. You know, it's paying off still to this day. But you know, I just try to you know stay humble, man, because you know I, I feel like this can be taken away from me any day. But you know, it, it's a big accomplishment for sure. I mean, you. I, I watched the videos on. I mean, I, there was a lot of stuff going. Charlie Moore is a big time. That's a big. You were a big deal in high school. What's the hoop scene like in Chicago? Um, tough. <laughs> Everybody playing hard. Everybody trying to take your heart out there. Um, that's what made me, you know, be the player I am and tough. Play tough out there on the court. So that's what I feel. What uh, you remember the first time I heard your dad put a ball in your hand when you were like three? Four, something like that. Yeah, maybe younger. Younger. I don't even, re I don't even remember to be honest. Yeah, so my mom used to tell me that I put a ball in my hand at a young age, a very young age, stuff like that. Did he coach my or mom, play? What my was mom his just told me this. My mom just told me this the other day, which was crazy to me. Like you know how everybody, like all the women and men now, they do like the um, boy or girl little parties and stuff like right. that. My mom and dad didn't, didn't do that. So my mom and dad didn't know what I was going to be when I was coming out. So uh, 
when my dad seen I was a boy, he was just excited. <laughs> that was great. You know, people normally know now what they're gonna be before you right. before you come yeah. out. So it's crazy. Well, now was he a big? Is he a? I didn't do my I did my research on you, not him. Was he? A, did he play college ball? Was he like was ba- like why was basketball he such played, a big deal? He played JUCO ball. Uh, he played in high schools as well. Uh, so he always played basketball. He already, he always been around the game. Uh, he was coaching too. While I was growing up in high school. He coached my my older brother and stuff like that. So you were always playing. School. You were always playing ball. Yeah, I play. I've been playing ball since I can remember. They say you would be in the alley before and after practices, just getting up shots, always getting work. Was was that just how it was? Yeah, it's just how it was. Um, working on my game, working on my handles and stuff like that. It's just, it's just something I did. Does anyone still call you the baby assassin? A lot of people still call me a baby, Do baby they? assassin. Yeah. Back home? Anyone in Miami? Um, I mean, a few people like who know like my story and stuff but call me like babyface assassin and stuff like that but not too many people in miami more so you know in chicago and stuff like that people who really know me is, is, what do we like the name do i like the name yeah um uh, i mean it's cool i don't got no problem with it who gave it to you um uh, i really don't know how that came upon um high school somehow i know Nick Irvin, my coach, used to call me that a lot, too. So maybe Nick Irvin probably gave that name. I got you. Mm-hmm. What was it like playing for those guys? I watched some videos, man. They love you, but they say – but it feel like they were hard-nosed guys. Oh, man. Nick Irvin, my guy, man. I'm Mac Irvin Fire. You know, I wouldn't be here today with, in this position I am in right now without, you know, Mac Irvin Fire, uh, Nick Irvin. Uh, those guys, you know, they, they, they just put me in positions that, you know, I probably couldn't believe I or dream that I could be in, you know, uh, playing on the national circuit, um, Nike EYBL circuit, uh, playing high school basketball at Morgan Park with Nick Irvin and stuff like that, man. The, those are my guys, though, man. I love them to death. Um, you know, they're a big reason for who I am, why I am who I am and why I'm in this position today. How'd they, how'd they help you? How'd they, were you always a confident player? Like Cam said, it's a, he needed – Cam said when he was in high school, he wasn't always the most confident. He just needed he needed a, something to kind of just give him a little boost. And then when he did, he took off. Are you always someone that believed in yourself? Um, I mean, for the most part, I did. But Nick Irvin and, and those guys definitely pushed my confidence even more. You know, um, the way they coached, uh, the way they just talked to me and stuff like that, it just boosted my confidence. And, you know, they made me play hard and made me believe in myself even more. All right. Last thing, Charlie. How do you got? How do you think you? Uh, last two things. I guess. How do you think this team will be remembered? And how do you think you've kind of? What do you think the future for Miami basketball looks like after after this season? And what Coach L can do moving forward? Mm-hmm. Um, I think this team will be remembered as one of the the one of the best teams that ever came through Miami. To be honest, uh, you know we had great guard play. You know, uh, Jordan and Sam. I feel like they were extremely underrated this season, but those two are heck of a players, man. Uh, Sam, his IQ out there for the game is crazy. Shoot, up, shoot the ball. Uh, he was blocking shots out there, defensively battling, battling all those big seven-foot guys. It was crazy. And Jordan, man, he's you no know, tough, hard-nosed, uh, great offensive re- rebound that can shoot, can dribble. Undersized sport, man, was really a guard, man, and he, he just sacrificed for the team, man. And uh, we appreciate him for that, you know, and you guys know about 
Cam and Zay. You know, those guys are fantastic, man. Great team. Oh, what about Zay's dunk? Oh, Zay. Zay dunk was crazy, man. <laughs> I couldn't I, – I was I had the perfect angle on it, man. So, when he raised up, the guy, Jabari, um, his name is Jabari, he must have thought he was about to lay the ball up because he went for the glass instead of the rim. And Zay just turned it over on him and dunked it. It, it was crazy. The view was crazy. I had too, so it, it was nuts. Hey, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I lied. One more thing. How much fun was this year? Just how much fun was it? It was it was a ton of fun, man. Anytime you know you win, it's fun. So just playing with these guys was made even more fun. You know, we was a great team, tight knit team who, who all enjoyed each other, and you know we all embraced our roles because how much we enjoyed each other. So I mean, I had a great time. I really enjoyed myself here. And could you feel as the season was going on, could you feel the energy from the fans, you know, as we went from the season to the ACC to the NCAA tournament? Could you could you feel around campus or the arena, like, that attachment to you guys? Definitely. Um, the U, it's, it's a big uh, environment. I just feel like they're waiting on us to, you know, to explode and, you know, give them something to, to, to be proud of and, you know, show up to. So the U, is, I feel like the U is in, in great hands, man. It's back to the second question that you was asking, uh, what I think about Miami's future. You know, I feel like the future is bright, you know, um, starting that or going back to um, this year. You know, we, we we did something that never been done before. And, you know, I feel like the younger guys, you know, um, Bensley, um, Wooga, you know, um, all the other younger guys, Anthony, who who seen what, you know, what it takes to get to that point is going to help um, next season as well. So I feel like the, the, the future is bright for Miami, man, and the fans going to be behind it. All right, Charlie, appreciate you taking the time. Uh, thanks for coming on, and thanks for coming to Miami. Thanks for making this season magical, man. It was sweet. It was fun. And there's nothing like a March Madness run. It was great. Good luck in uh, Portsmouth and pursuing your professional career. And uh, just appreciate your time. And uh, this team was uh, created a lot of memories for a lot of people, man. So thank you. Appreciate that, man. Thanks for having me.